Welcome to Office Hours with Mixed Up Questions for Students. I'm here with Dr. Donna Williams. She is an Associate Program Director of Internal Medicine here at UC Davis. So thank you so much for being here. Oh, Dr. it's great Williams. to be here, Tiffany. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, maybe a little bit about where you grew up and where you went to undergrad and medical school? Sure, no problem. Um, so actually, unlike a lot of people around here, I'm not a Californian. I am now. <laughs> I consider myself now. Uh, I'm from Pennsylvania originally. I grew up in the suburbs of Philadelphia. I went to um, a small college called LaSalle University, um, and then after that I went to Thomas Jefferson, now known as Sid City Kimmel. Yes, I heard that recently. Changing names, money buys you a lot. <laughs> um, I went there for medical school, I did my residency there, and then I worked there for a while as a hospitalist and associate program director. I then followed my husband to Baltimore for a few years. He was doing a fellowship in vascular surgery at Hopkins, and I... Um, held a hospitalist and associate program director role at a community hospital called St. Agnes. Mm -hmm. And then after two years there, he finished his fellowship and had a military commitment and got stationed out here at Travis Air Force Base. Ah. So that's sort of what prompted us to move out west to the glorious state of California. <laughs> and um, I had had the good fortune of working with Dr. Henderson on a project years before. And I contacted him and said, hey, any chance you have a job? And, and lo and behold, they did. And, and here I am. And I, Davis is a fantastic place. I love it here. Well, thank you again for being here. So we have a couple of questions that we want to go over with you. They're from the general medicine section in the Mix App for Students 5. Sure. Um, the first question is item number 21, and it reads, a 72-year-old woman is evaluated for a four-month history of insomnia with difficulty falling asleep. The patient was the major caretaker for her husband who had advanced heart failure and died suddenly four months ago. She has lost 3.6 kilograms, which is eight pounds, and does not have much of an appetite. The patient used to volunteer at the hospital, but she does not enjoy going there any longer. She also does not have much energy. The patient is tearful and says that nearly everything reminds her of her husband. Medical history is otherwise unremarkable. Physical exam findings are unremarkable. The question is, which of the following is the most appropriate management option for this patient? A, begin dextroamphetamine. B, begin mirtazapine at bedtime. C, begin zopidem at bedtime. Or D, reassure the patient. So Dr. Williams, can you just lead us through this question? Sure, so why don't we just kind of summarize the case a little bit. Mm -hmm. In medicine, we love to talk about problem <laughs> representation, so maybe we can do that briefly. So in this case, I would say this is an elderly woman with a recent death of her spouse presenting with depressive symptoms. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's one of the key features is you have to say, well, this constellation of symptoms that she has, is this, is this normal grief or is this depression? Right. And so I think that that really helps lead you to the right answer. Okay, so with this case, one of the things we're trying to think about is, is this normal grief or is this depression? And so there's a few different ways to look at that. So certainly in a patient who has lost a spouse, it's very normal to feel sad, have trouble sleeping. And what we have to figure out in this question is, is it now cross the threshold of major depression where treatment is indicated? So uh, most negative symptoms of bereavement, those things like trouble sleeping, trouble eating, um, not having energy, usually they peak before six months of time. And at around that time of six months, patients are usually able to get back to activities of daily living. But if their symptoms of depression last at least two consecutive weeks, starting two months or more after the, um, the loss, 
that's when you consider this patient a candidate for pharmacologic therapy. Mm -hmm. So in my interpretation of this question, she's had these depressive symptoms now for consistently for four months after her the loss of her husband. So therefore, I would define this as depression. And based on that, B, begin mirtazapine at bedtime would be the correct answer. Mm -hmm. And mirtazapine has a couple of side effects which are um, actually positive for a patient like this, such as um, weight gain and helping with the insomnia that she has. That's exactly right. Mirtazapine is a really nice choice in a patient like this. It's tolerated well in elderly patients, which our patient is. Um, and you're exactly right that the side effects of sedation that help her sleep at night and to potentially help uh, increase her appetite would make it a good choice. Mm -hmm. Aside from that, it's the only antidepressant listed in the answers. So exactly. <laughs> even without knowing that, you can choose the right Good answer. Good test-taking strategies. That's right. <laughs> Great. So if we can just summarize this case and give a, give a little pearl for the students, what would that be? Sure. I think the summary for this one is that in an elderly patient who is grieving from the loss of a loved one, you diagnose depression after at least eight weeks of time has passed since the loss of the loved one, and they've had persistent depressive symptoms for a two weeks' time. 